Hello and welcome everyone to episode 84 of the Apt EVs podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rogers, and this week's episode will be focused on the Aptera news for the period between October 16th and October 22nd, 2022, which will be focused on a presentation given by Aptera's Chief of Design to the Cleveland Institute of Art. Hello, everyone. I hope that you all had a great week. A We've had a, another slow news week here as we're getting to the, the end of the year. Hopefully there's going to be some new updates and announcements soon. I imagine that Aptera is still working on a number of supply agreements as, as they've fully transitioned into that phase of their development. In the meantime, it, this episode is going to be a little bit shorter while we wait for more announcements forthcoming from the company. And the main topic for this week will be a dissection of a presentation that Aptera's Chief of Design, Jason C. Hill, gave to the Cleveland Institute of Art. This is being shared via the Aptera Owners Club YouTube channel, which is a fantastic YouTube channel for all news related to Aptera. I have linked to videos covered by them numerous times, and I'll include the link to that in the show notes of this episode. In this presentation, Jason spoke about his background getting into design, uh, as well as Aptera's background as a company of how they came to to where they are right now in this stage of their development, as well as the overall, his focus as a designer and the sort of the link between the intentionality of designing for customers and making a unique product and the challenges that it has it has faced and, and where they're at right now. And so, you know, first off, I've included a link to that in the show notes. I encourage, I would encourage you to, if you haven't already, if you're not following the Aptera Owners Club YouTube channel, to look at that after or give it a listen, watch, like and subscribe, et cetera, et cetera, after you listen to this podcast. And I'm just going to go through, you know, some of the points that jumped out at to me. And the the main one that I'm going to focus on starts at around the 12 minute and 35 second mark in the video. During this presentation, uh, Jason, he presented some slides where he shared some images of Aptera and the way that it's evolved over time, which was really interesting in and of itself, seeing some of the older designs of Aptera vehicles. But he also, and this is the main focus for me, was he shared an image of a four-wheeled, four-doored version of an Aptera. Now, this version, if you Google four-door Aptera, you'll be able to find some design iterations I'm not sure what those the sources of those designs. It's my understanding that in the first iteration of the company, when they they had the management team that came in and sort of led to the departure of Chris Anthony and Steve Fambro of the company, that there was an attempt to make a four-wheeled version of the vehicle. And so it's my assumption when you Google and see, well, what does a four-door Aptera, four-wheeled Aptera look like, that those are the the designs from that separate management team and it's not that far off from the image that jason shared during this presentation to the cleveland institute of art but what is significant for me in looking at that is that it's clear that it's it's the first time i've seen a four-door four-wheeled mock-up version of aptera that is coming from someone who is currently at the company and in essence I'm not necessarily saying that they're giving it that Jason was giving it, it's his stamp of approval, but you can see that it, well that's something that they're working on, and so you can you can start to ask some questions about all right well what are their plans for the future? 
and uh, I'll, I've sort of implied this, but the massive caveat that comes with me discussing this design, this mock-up of a four-door, four-wheeled Aptera, is that this is an early design stage, and and the company is, you know, it's within their rights to change what you see now uh, is indicative of something that may have happened years ago. In fact, throughout the presentation, he shows designs of the three-wheeled Aptera that were from years ago. And, and you can see how much things have changed in between when they even first revealed the Aptera itself and now what we're looking at, the Delta, the production intent prototypes. There are substantial changes. So the caveat for me discussing this is that, well, you know, I'm, I'm basically talking about the past that may not come to fruition. Having said that, where is the fun in, in just, you know, dealing, not giving into our imaginations every once in a while? In any case, um, I wanted to talk about how it looks, what the potential performance changes might be for that vehicle, and obstacles that I think the company might face in their attempt to develop a four-door Aptera that has four wheels that looks like that early mock-up. Overall, I would say that I was impressed with how they it manages to maintain the cambered airfoil design, the overall shape that is iconic to the Aptera vehicle. When I think about Aptera and what I think is the strongest manifestation of its efficient design, it's not the three wheels, it's the fact that it's it's that cambered airfoil design, the, the design that Chris Anthony, uh, co-CEO, has described as a shark going along the ocean floor. And when you look at it, it still roughly maintains that shape more so than pretty much any other vehicle that you'll see on on the road. And, and that's impressive. And, and I think it looks pretty good. Um, the, the changes to the more teardrop shape of the two the um, the two-door Aptera Roadster that they're making right now is that the rear wheels on this vehicle they it changes the shape dramatically and and they come with wheel covers and so it's it's just not the same sort of it doesn't look as much like a fish as the current version of Aptera and now I'm no expert in fluid dynamics but I would suspect that the shape in this mock-up has still probably has a fairly low coefficient of drag that's not going to be that much worse than the current two-door Aptera design with three wheels but what Aptera has said repeatedly is that the reason that they went with three wheels wasn't just because of the low coefficient of drag it was because of the rolling resistance and the impact on overall efficiency and so my thought is that a four a an Aptera that has four wheels and four doors it still might have an, a coefficient of drag that's fairly low, maybe 0.14 or 0.15 maybe, which is not that much worse than the 0.13 that the current Aptera still has, but it's going to consume a lot more energy per or uh, electricity per mile than the 100 watt hours per mile that the current version of Aptera has. And this is also because you're talking about extra weight coming from more doors, more wheels, more parts, etc., etc plus the extra rolling resistance of a fourth wheel as compared to three wheels. And that's going to be, that's where you're going to see the the more significant hit and losses for this larger Aptera. It's not just because they added a fourth wheel, or excuse me, it, you know, 
adding the extra doors in and of itself and 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 making a shape that's slightly less aerodynamic isn't what's going to hit them it's that rolling resistance and the weight which are key factors in overall efficiency and so that's really what i'm going to be curious about in in the future when they start showing off their their different products and their different vehicles that they're planning on making you know what is the overall efficiency that's where you'll be able to tell all right you know what what have they been able to achieve from an engineering perspective now going back to the design changes i thought it was interesting that that the mock-up that jason presented showed wheel covers on the rear wheels but no wheel covers on the front now personally I like how the uncovered wheels on the front look better from an aesthetic perspective than having the entirety of it covered. Um, yeah, that that for me looks. It I guess that's that's one of the super futuristic designs of the current Aptera that it, that is very unique. But I for whatever reason I, I like how it looks with when you can see the wheels, you can see the rims on the the front wheels of the car. But I would imagine that it's significantly less efficient to do it that way and so if if one thing is going to change about a four-door four-wheeled aptera from this mock-up it's that the front wheels are going to be covered just like the back one there's no i i can't imagine from an efficiency perspective why you wouldn't do that i'm i'm also curious about the window design because it it also includes the 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 bar on the the half or halfway up the window or the passenger windows that would that is supposed to be more efficient and I guess more structurally sound but a lot of people have sort of complained about and looking at this window it actually looked like the bar was lower than it is on the the roadster again early stage mock-up and so they might make those changes it and to make it more practical but it looked in a way it looked like there was even less space on that window than there is on the current Aptera. Um, uh, one uh, positive change that would come with this design is that, and, and actually it's unclear how large this vehicle is, but presumably if you're making it a, a vehicle with more passenger space, that it would probably be a longer vehicle than the current Roadster, and that would result in more surface area on the roof of the car, on the hood of the car, on the rear hatch, which would mean that there is more room for solar capacity on a four-door, four-wheeled Aptera. So I'll, I'll be interested to see what the solar potential is and, and what they're able to do with that increased capacity. Now moving on to the hurdles that I potentially see in, again, assessing an old mock-up that could be from, you know, that could be from 2018 and who knows what they're looking at right now. But my overarching questions for an Aptera that has four wheels and four doors relates to the vehicle losing its auto cycle status in the U.S. Right now, Aptera is classified as an auto cycle, which is, for all intents and purposes, treated like a motorcycle. And that means that they only need to meet motorcycle regulations that negate the need for bumpers that have and that have different safety standards. Aptera itself has stated that it plans to voluntarily meet the Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standards for standard four-wheel or four-door passenger vehicles. And so 
you know, there's no concern that I have that the current roadster or a subsequent, you know, the current roadster, just because it's following auto cycle and motorcycle regulations will be less safe. Um, but right now, Aptera doesn't have to follow those rules and regulations, which means they don't have to go through the added process of, of testing and validation for them. And there are also some regulations that they're not having to design into the, the roadster vehicle. For example, passenger vehicles in the U.S. are required to have bumpers that will withstand front and rear low-speed collisions. If you look at the current Roadster, there are no bumpers. It's it's that that nose cone that is very aerodynamic, as well as the tail end of the car that they've actually made smaller. That was part of their um, what is it? A generative design, I think, is what they've described it. But they've made the car very efficient, but it does not include any bumpers that you'd see on more traditional vehicles, which is fine because it's classified as an auto cycle. It's my understanding that they're not really concerned about the homologation process for the EU region, because if you're shipping in a small volume, there is a different sort of regulations that they need to to follow that are essentially less stringent. And so they're not concerned about that. That's a problem for them down the line. But if you're making a larger vehicle and you're going to have to, it's my understanding that they would have to satisfy these requirements. Similarly, most states in the U.S. require a license plate on the front of the vehicle as well as the rear of the vehicle. That's not a requirement that applies to motorcycles as well as auto cycles. And it's the reason why when you see an Aptera, the only license plate is that tiny one in the back. Um, and because if they if they had to have a a giant license plate on the front, you know that's a it's going to be a pretty large hit to the coefficient of drag. Um, if you look at the design of the Lightyear Zero, which is another solar electric vehicle that is focused on efficiency and efficient design, it has a you know both a bumper and space for a license plate. So they they're not having this this issue and it it still is a fairly a fairly low coefficient of drag I, I think it's at point i think they they either say it's 0.19 or, or less than 0.20 I, I think they're they've been boasting that it's the most efficient passenger vehicle the aptera notwithstanding but it's a very efficient design but you know that that's a that's a pretty big dis- gulf between the 0.13 of the current aptera roadster and going all the way up to 0.19, which would be really unfortunate if that's what where their starting point is, just because they have to have this bumper and a giant license plate on the on the front of the vehicle. But it's something that Aptera would have to consider if they are going to make a vehicle that has four wheels and four doors. Um, it it also, if you look at this mock-up, I, I you can't really tell, but it looks like maybe there's a grill that you would see on the front of a vehicle which would likely be part of an air intake system that includes a radiator, which is what you see on all traditional vehicles. You don't have it in the the Roadster, which famously has an air-cooled in the belly pan of the vehicle. There is no radiator. It's so efficient, and so they don't need it. But, you know, there's all these compounding factors that that I'm wondering if just because it's slightly larger, if it's going to use more energy per mile, then they're not going to be able to avoid not including a radiator and just using skin cooling for the vehicle. And if that means that they're going to have to have a grill, then th- there's all this these design decisions that 
I'm curious if they're they're going to be able to avoid it or basically I'm I would like to know how close will be the a large Raptor vehicle to the current Roadster vehicle and then how much is it going to end up basically looking more like some of the vehicles that we see on the road in part in part because vehicle regulations in the United States sort of force some of these less efficient changes you know we the conversation right now in terms of regulations that are forcing a less efficient design are related to these side view mirrors in the vehicle but if an Aptera has to have a bumper and it has to have space for a large uh you know the you know the the famous line in terms of the efficiency is that an Aptera vehicle has a lower coefficient of drag or less drag than either a small cube a, a one foot cube that's traveling down the road or also the single side view mirror on an f-150 a license plate look at a license plate on an american vehicle that's basically the size of the side view mirror of an f-150 so you're talking about essentially doubling the well that's not how the math works but you're talking about a large hit if they're forced to have this large rectangular flat license plate on the front of the vehicle in addition to a grill in addition to a bumper so i'm curious how they're going to overcome that there are a few other interesting tidbits in jason's presentation including the fact that internally aptera apparently has a a deadline for around mid-november to complete their design of the production intent vehicle and so they they should be very close to to hitting that now and, and maybe they'll make an announcement about that in a few weeks Additionally, I'm not sure how others will feel about this, but Aptera is also planning on removing the Aptera logo from the front of the vehicle. Right now, there's that glowing green A on the on the hood of the, I can't remember what, what is it, what do they call it in the UK, the bonnet, whatever. It, on the front of the vehicle, there's a, an Aptera logo, in addition to the Aptera logo that you see on the side of the vehicles on the B pillar. And the reason why I thought it was interesting that Jason said they were going to remove it is that it's unnecessary because the vehicle is so unique that it itself is the logo. He at one point in the presentation he made that a similar comment about Tesla's Cybertruck that the the Cybertruck doesn't need a Tesla logo because once you know what it is you just there's nothing else that looks like it and and the Aptaris Roadster, it's the same thing. It's it's there's nothing else that's going to be like it on the road. And so in a way it, it is sort of redundant to kind of cover it with different logos all over the place because it, it's not like anyone's gonna look at that and go, Oh, you know, is that is that a Honda? No, it, it's it's an Aptera. Once you know what an Aptera is, you're you're gonna know what that vehicle is. And while that may be true, um I, I really like with that glowing green logo, the logo design. I, I like how that looks, and, and you know, I don't know. Maybe that that's because I like the design aesthetic of of Xbox, or that's grown on me over the years. I'm not really sure, but you know that that little touch of of green. You know, I'm planning on getting the the black version. You know, black and green. I I think that looks like that looks really cool and and if you're removing that from the front you know that there's a part of me i'm not going to say there's a part of me that that dies a little on the inside but you know if if they go back on that i won't i'll just say i won't be disappointed um check out the full presentation um, that jason gives on aptera owners club youtube channel again i'll include the link for that in the show notes and um you know let them know in, in the comments what you think about the presentation 
And that concludes episode 84 of the AppDVs podcast. I hope you found this episode interesting. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell a friend so that we can continue to grow the AppTerra movement. Also, my referral link is included in the show notes, which you can use for $30 off your $100 refundable deposit for an AppTerra. You know, please give the podcast, uh, I guess, five-star reviews on iTunes. Five-star reviews only. The AppDVs podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms, including Apple, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, which hosts the podcast itself. If you have any questions or feedback, including corrections, please send those to appevspodcast at gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter at apt underscore EVs podcast. Thank you to OS50 for the song Movies, and in the words of Jeff Kanata, think about what you put out into the world, make it a better place. 